Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mrs. America After Show, Episode 9, Reagan. It's the season finale, possibly the series finale. And wow, so much went on. I'm excited to talk about it. I'm your moderator, Sean McHugh, and of course, I have the crack commando unit with me to talk about this first we have a woman who always brings amazing insight miss ashman ram ashman how are you i'm so good season finale guys we've made it we're we're here (laughs) i'm so excited to talk about this episode awesome and of course the sister to the sisters my boy mr cody epperson hello cody (laughs) hello guys hello i'm excited to talk about this i'm excited to talk about it it's Okay, it happened too quick. I want more. <laughs> uh, yes, definitely. Well, as you can see, I've, I've made my best a- attempt at being a pimp tonight in honor of the 70s. I don't know if it's working, but, you know, we, we're here anyway. It's all good. Uh, quick shout out to our girl, Diamond Baker, who couldn't be with us tonight. Uh, but we have loved having her when she was here. She gave great insight, and uh, we wish her well. And uh, just thank her for everything she did for us. Um, awesome. So, uh, overall thoughts, Ashman, talk to me. Uh, I think we might have... You guys, this entire, this entire series has not disappointed at all. Like, for me, I can honestly say it's been a history lesson. Like, I'll be the Mm. first one to admit that. From the first episode to the last one, so much learning in this and every episode it just kind of gradually took us through the motions of what it's taken to finalize the ERA movement and I think for me it's just it just resonates on a deeper level now what has happened to put this movement in place so I I have nothing but gratitude for this series for showing us viewers um, just what really went down to make this stuff happen. So it was amazing. That's a great point. Uh, I think I said at the beginning of this series that if this, my history class was like this, I would have gotten way better grades. Cody, (laughs) give me your overall thoughts on this episode. Yeah, uh, beautifully said, Ashman. Like, I completely agree. I feel like I've learned so much from this episode. Like, I, or just in the series in general, I feel like this episode, they there were some points where I felt they left it a little open and other points where I do think they tied it very, they put a very nice ball in the end of it, tied it up. Well, um, I, like I said, when we first started, I'm just so this, this season finale just came so quick and I don't know why they did nine. They should have done give us a little extra 10. So we had a little more content, a little more something, but, but uh, I was really, I'm, I've been floored about this show ever since episode one. Nice. 
Nice. I, I'm with you. I definitely could have did one more. Give us an even 10. Come on, writers. You can do it. <laughs> um, well, and then hopefully, you know, there's always hope. There's always hope for uh, another season. We'll see. All right. So let's get into it. So we got we got some major kind of things happening. They did my girl Bella so dirty. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Reagan wins. And it has an eerie feeling of 2016. Um, and yes. then, you know, the, the show is kind of over. And <clears throat> Our girl Phyllis, ah, man, karma's a bitch. Um, all right, so let's let's just get right into it. So we start off with our girl Phyllis. There she, and it's funny. I remember thinking, I'm like, is it like, are we in like '85 or something? Like, this is an awful wig. And it's, then, of course, we quickly discover that oh no, she's just she's just in disguise. Cody, talk about that that being that opening scene there. That was actually very. Um odd to me because there was not there nothing came of it like that journalist Mm. took the picture i was expecting there to be some sort of backlash and there just wasn't and that and that kind of goes into my like maybe there's more to this story because i just didn't understand why it happened and it made me like like the whole time i was kind of waiting and then we finished the episode and i was like well then what happened when that picture got taken so maybe maybe there's something i missed but i actually found that I was I was waiting for something to come of it, and then I just never got it. So um, maybe you guys have some more insight on that. <laughs> uh, that's a great point, Cody. You're right. Nothing didn't really come of it. I didn't know if it was just a you know a weird thing to just to show that she's has to almost put on a disguise to finally take her test. I don't know. True. But I love what she says, Ashman, when she says, "I raised six kids. I can do whatever I want." Um, talk about a little bit about that. Ashman? Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, I totally good. agree with Cody. Yeah, I totally agree with Cody when I saw... Sorry, you guys. I think I'm having my, my internet's a little unstable. If it goes in and out, I'll definitely jump back in. Um, but to your question, I totally agree with Cody. Like, when I saw that opening scene, I was like, why is she in disguise? Like, I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, wait a minute, is this the other side of Phyllis? Like the Phyllis we've never seen or we don't know. So I don't I don't know what the point of that was, but clearly she was spotted and that journalist did take a picture of her. So I thought a story might come out about that, but it never did. So I'm not quite sure what the point was, but it was interesting seeing her dressed up as a whole nother character. Yeah. yeah, I was like half expecting her. I'm I thought she was like pretending. That. Yes, it came through crystal clear uh, after a second. But I was I, for a second, I thought that she was like pretending to be her son to take the test. Oh. But then, but then it just didn't seem like that. She was just outside, very nonchalantly trying to smoke her cigarette. It was just a very strange scene, and I, yeah, it just nothing came of it. But maybe, but maybe like you had said, Sean, maybe she needed to be in disguise to because she can't just go out in public and as casually as she would like to anymore because she's such a public in the public eye so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so folks, we've lost Ashman for a second here, uh, but I'm sure she'll come back. So no worries. Uh, we'll just keep moving and we'll have her jump in as soon as she gets back. Uh, all right. So it's 1979. Congress has granted another three-year extension on the ERA deadline. So it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a win for the Libbers. Uh, Phyllis pretty much has no time for it. She just has moved on almost. 
yeah. but we have this interesting scene uh when because we have leftover from the last episode we have alice yeah. who, who definitely is feeling different right um and then we have this scene where she comes back and it's just not quite the same vibe um and then you know outside rosemary really takes her to task um talk about that scene a little bit cody um it was very interesting because at first i didn't understand it took me not a long time but just a moment to realize that oh time a significant amount of time has passed and Mm. that's they're not just like oh why are you here they're like they obviously haven't seen alice in a long time right um and it's just very clear and then even uh she was like oh alice you can do you can transcribe this paper and she hands it to rosemary to hand to alice even rosemary's like oh okay then and then hands it to Alice. And there's just so much weird tension in that room. And it just seems like nobody likes anybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I feel like it wasn't, I mean, it definitely was about Alice. Like, oh, you changed, you're a different person. We don't trust you or whatever. But even between the other three gals, or four gals, I forgot that um, Homegirl was there with her kids. There's just like no there's no friendship there's no camaraderie between these girls who have been on a team together for however many years now so yeah. uh, that was kind of a weird thing to watch and then to go outside the house where rosemary tells alice like oh well, we don't we don't know where you're we we're questioning your loyalty alice is like dude like you guys are mean to each other like why am i even a part of this like so i don't know i'm glad i'm happy for alice that she's found her own way in life because she it was a very nice thing to see her grow as a character. Yes, no, I I, I would agree. I, it's funny because she even says, "I supported Phyllis when things were simple and clear." You know, when, when we were all on this together, when this was not just a when this was about something, and now it's about this huge thing. And then, of course, Rosemary is like, "Did you think there wouldn't be any casualties?" Like, so it's interesting because Alice is a purist for me, and I appreciate that. Like, she's like, "I I didn't get into this to like you know." hate each other and you know i thought we were all coming together and this is really kind of torn us apart in a way which is kind of ironic welcome back ashman thank you Hello. it looks like i came back right right on time i love the alice <laughs> conversation uh yeah yeah so we were just please give us your thoughts on that uh that alice coming back and then rosemary and alice outside like that whole thing it was you know very interesting guys i love alice she's like my favorite character like especially last episode I just I loved so much about her and to see her follow through in the finale just like made me so happy because she's really coming into her own and we can see in that conversation Rosemary is trying to poke at her and say oh I know that your heart is not in it and I could see right through you but she was just kind of like yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but I know that this is not what I'm about. So I just, I love the way that she really came into her own in this finale. And we see so much more of that. So Alice is definitely my girl and I just like her so much. Awesome. Yeah, yes. and it kind of like what you were saying, Sean, she, um, she was like, we, I can't, we were doing this because we're all coming together. And she's like seeing how like, they're not really together. They're all kind of like, she even says, why are you so mean? at one point and it was just like she she even at when she finishes this conversation she doesn't end she doesn't go with like oh well rosemary you're this that and this like she's like okay well fine like she doesn't want to have this negativeness to it she like you said she's um a purist and 
it was just I agree with all y'all because Alice <laughs> is the best. <laughs> Uh, all right, so now we we're, we we jump to the other side to the livers, uh, and we have this very interesting or sorry interesting scene when we have Bella and Gloria and and the girls all excited to have finally have a word with the president. Only it's only going to be for fifteen minutes, so they get Bella. You know they they start rallying and they're like we we should cancel this. You know like we have to let them know that we're here. And we have to strong harm her because that's how the boys do it. Ashwin, talk about that scene for me. That was my favorite line when all the girls got together and were like, that's how the boys do it. That's how the boys get it done. And that's exactly what the girls did. I feel like when they all got the message, like in 15 minutes, uh, just like one of the ladies said, she's like, that's nothing but a photo opportunity. We're not going to get anything done in 15 minutes. And as a result, the girls, you know, pushed and they, they, and they made their pitch and they ended up getting two hours of time. So I was really happy that they were bold and they were like, okay, if that's the way we got to get things done, then that's exactly what we're doing. And they did. Yeah. Cody, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I thought it was, it was great. Um, it kind of, unfortunately, it, it turned out a little sour to, when it came back around, but I loved it. It was like, no, cancel it. Like, that's not what we, that's not what we're here for. Like if they wanted to meet with, us they're gonna meet with this and uh it was just it was great and it i mean it worked out they got what they wanted but only so so much only temporarily yeah we'll we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit uh i don't want to jump ahead too much um always so, something <laughs> exactly uh so we have this we have this great uh great cut just for the editor i, I appreciate you know good cuts we go from Bella and Gloria walking into this party, and then it turns into this ditty of the two little feminists uh, at the ERA Follies of 1979, starring Rosemary as Gloria Steinem. Oh my goodness! That this whole scene, like I was, I was laughing so much. Uh, Ashman, talk about your reaction to this scene. For me, I had to figure out whose party it was first. Like when right. I first saw the Gloria <laughs> yeah. and Bella, I was like, wait, are they walking into this party? Like whose party is this? And when the whole like stage performance started, I mean, was it funny? Okay, sure. But for me, I thought it was just petty and immature. I was just like, <laughs> really? Like you're going to go that low and this is like supposed to be a really like upscale gala, but I mean, I guess, I guess that's just the way how they did things. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't appreciate it too much if I'm being completely honest. I'm like, okay. okay, I just, I just think it's really, I just think, I thought it was really low. Like even the whole skit and how they portrayed them and the way everybody was laughing. I'm like, it's not really nice to like make a mockery of something, which, you know, is really not a negative thing. So that, that was my take on it. Okay. All right. So you didn't you didn't find it hilarious like I did. I just I, I thought I, it was messed up. I thought it was messed up. <laughs> I mean, I, I I understand. I for me, I I appreciate a good you know a good razz. What about you, yeah. Cody? Split split the difference here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna be so, Sean. I actually completely understand what you're saying. However, I did not enjoy it. Okay. I found it uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, I found it tasteless. Um, I'm actually very much more on Ashman's side. Okay. However, I do agree, Sean. It's, I think it's just the context of them doing that. Like, I think if I was at like an improv show somewhere in Hollywood and that was going totally. on, it would be very funny. 
but to right. be at this like elegant banquet where it's that's like like basically what Ashman just said like they're make that's so low it's such a low blow and it's like you don't see the the livers on the other side like putting on these skits like making fun of housewives you know so it's just like it kind of goes into the whole like bullying thing we're seeing mm. in the White House not to get too political at this political <laughs> show but um it was just, so I mean I like I said I'm maybe I'm just trying to ride the fence too closely but like I totally see why it is funny because it is a funny skit like they're it's very satirical but in the context of the show I was sitting on my couch like oh is this happening <laughs> I and honestly I actually didn't realize it was a skit when they were first walking in I thought that was actually Gloria yeah. and Bella just like, oh, totally. like are they really walking and just smoking their cigarettes they're brave <laughs> and then I was like oh that's not them <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I think to your point, it's interesting that, that you say that the Libras weren't, wouldn't do this. And I think because Libras ain't got time for this kind of stuff. They got stuff to do. <laughs> and these women obviously have a little extra time to put a little skit together for the show. Um, so what, what, for me, what this scene really is, this is the banquet of Phyllis, right? Like this is her, this is like everyone worship at the altar of Phyllis. Um, so I mean, I, don't, I like the quote she does say that women are like tea bags. You don't know how strong they are until they get into hot water. Um, so I, I felt like even as a liberal, you could appreciate that, that quote. Absolutely. Um, but, but then it's interesting, too, that, you know, we are winning because we have God on our side. Cut to her gay son. Um, very interesting to me. Like, again, like this show does such a great job of, of keeping everybody honest, really. Um, so... Talk a little bit about uh, about the altar of Phyllis, Ashford. Okay, Phyllis clearly loves the spotlight, right? Like, I, I think you just said it perfectly. Like, this was the Phyllis banquet. The way she was dressed, the way she came to the podium, the way everyone was praising her. Like, she loved every second of it. And I just thought it was really interesting, just the type of woman she is. I mean, like... I can always appreciate passion, but I mean, I think she just, she loves the spotlight and all that attention as well. And something about her being on top of the whole hierarchy. And um, it was interesting to see her supporters. It was interesting to see their reasoning. Um, also, yeah, throwing the God component in it. It's like, if there was something for everybody to keep on praising and being like, yes, this is why we believe in what we believe and this is our will. And it, it was interesting to see what was like real merit for each person that was there. Um, but I'm going to say again that Alice was my favorite character because she <laughs> is just getting better and better. And um, if I may, I'd love to go into that part. I mean, she's like yeah. having a couple of drinks and even even her husband's like slow down and she's like chill out it's a party and she's just like really in her own body and and she has her drinks I didn't think she was sloppy she walks right over to Phyllis and and just speaks her truth like and and it was so messed up for poor Pamela we saw in the last episode how much she's been struggling with her husband and how Alice was like I will totally have your back through this and She's worked so hard on this entire campaign and Phyllis didn't even care to give her like a freebie seat. She was like, oh, work it out with your husband. So I just feel like Alice has had it with her. Like she went to her, confronted her and was just like, when did you become so mean? Like you mm. couldn't even help out our friend. Like, what are you really standing for? And as much as 
Phyllis tried to dodge it, uh, there really was no dodging it. And they're lucky they got that bomb scare or else it would have probably carried on and turned into <laughs> something a little bit more. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, she even says, do you even care about me to Phyllis? Yeah. Uh, Cody, I know you got thoughts on this scene, please. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I completely agree with you, Ashman. It didn't seem like uh, Alice was like drunk. I'm sure she had like a couple glass of wine, but she didn't seem like she was a mess. She wasn't like slurring her words. She was just like you. I'm just trying to have an honest, not necessarily a conversation, but just an honest <laughs> dialogue with you. And uh, and what's so funny is this. I don't know how, if this was actually did happen. If there was this whole party and there was a bomb scare. A part of me thought that the um, sister-in-law, her or um, Phyllis's sister, Phyllis's, yes, Phyllis's sister-in-law. I feel like she was the one who called on the bomb because she was like, "Screw this party! I'm <laughs> done here. I'm ruining everyone's parade." And then she like met a man outside, and I was really into that part. I was like, "Yeah, keep going, girl." Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I did think the whole. It was just such a. Like, why were they even having this party in the first place? All of a sudden, I was like, oh, this is Phyllis's party. I just didn't even gather it all of a sudden. But, um, and this is where, um, so I'm kind of I'm going forth in directions at once, but sorry. This is where Alice was finally like, You're, why are you being so mean? Like, and that's such a, it's so juvenile to say things like that, but it's actually, it really gets people when you say something just so simple like that. Like, mm. you're being mean. It's like, Oh, not like you're being a bitch. You're being this. You're being that. It's like you're being mean is just so, so fine a point. And I, I was actually mad that there was this bomb squad threat or bomb threat because I wanted to. I wanted to see how this was gonna end because Phyllis was getting uncomfortable. She she can only dodge for so long. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I. I mean, end of the day, like this. It's what I've said from day one. Phyllis is all about Phyllis. And if you if you align with that, great. If not, better get out of the way because she's going to run you over. Uh, all right, so we'll move on from the party. <sighs> they did my girl Bella dirty. Oh. How could you, call Jimmy Carter? How could you fire Bella after? And then he did it before the meeting even happened. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was so enraged. I was like, F politics. F all of it. This is, a, I can't believe it. If anybody deserves something, it's Bella, and they took it away from her. Um, so talk to me about this, Ashton, because then you can, and please get right into what, what happens and what these women do because of what happened to Bella. Go ahead. Sure. I mean, I thought it was so messed up. I thought it was beyond messed up. Exactly, exactly everything that you said. I was surprised. I didn't expect it. And just the way the guy presented it to her, like oh. she was so shocked and surprised and I, I just don't think it was resonating with her to the point that she even had to ask like okay does the president know about this like are you are she was like kind of like are, are you guys telling me this or is this actually approved from the higher up and then they brought her that piece of paper and he, I think it was just completely cold they were like oh the president approved it this morning and then she really knew she had no choice and you know, she's done so much work and she's been fighting for this cause for so long that she even asked politely, can I resign? Like, I don't want to make a public mm. scene about this because she knows the media is going to go crazy once this news gets out. And she put her husband in it. He just had a heart attack. And that guy was ruthless. And he's like, 
well, you know, it's, it's already here on the dotted line. And he mentioned a few names that already know about this. So there was pretty much no turning back from that story and whatever the media already knew. So I think she was left with no choice. And, um, and she was clearly hurt about it. She put her head down. But I mean, there wasn't anything she could do. She was fired, right? But what the women did, Mm. That was just amazing. Every single one, right? I mean, this guy thought he would just replace one and he would have the next one on the belt and they'll just on, on their belt and one will just step over the next. And that did not happen. I mean, every single person just resigned. There was just a pile of resignation papers on this guy's desk. And I just thought that was so beautiful. And to see Gloria's face like leading the pack and she was the last one. She was like, just know by you making this decision, like what you're losing. And, um, and, and in the end, it did affect the decision. But I thought it was messed up what happened to Bella. But I love the way the ladies did not cross over each other and, and mm. stood, stood, right, stood right by each other. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. Uh, I love because Gloria says we are no longer a captive audience. Yeah. You just you just lost us, buddy. Cody, talk about that a little bit, how they did my girl bad. It was painful. Like, my stomach dropped a little bit because, like, she gets that – they bring her that little note, and they're all walking out of that meeting so triumphant. Like, that went mm. so well. We had two whole hours. And then uh, Bella gets this piece of paper, and Gloria's like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's nothing, blah, blah, blah. And then cut to her getting fired. And it just sucked. And then to have that realization of, oh, this was made, this decision was made before this meeting even took place. It just like, it just like, to, to like have that like triumphant feeling walking out of that building, like we just made a huge difference and just literally having your guts ripped out and then thrown on the desk in front of you. Like, oh, sorry, just kidding. So that, it, it burned. But to go a little bit off what you actually said, Ashman is just like, to see how all the ladies did, that was a powerful scene. I mm. absolutely loved it all, because I wasn't even expecting it. She was like sitting there, like the first gal, and she was like, I'm resigning. And then they all resigned. And I loved when Jill walked on. She's like, it's not my first time getting kicked out of the White House. <laughs> she was like, I'll be <laughs> yeah. back. And, um, but what I loved is that that dichotomy of them, how the ladies on this side all are like, they have each other's back. You got rid of Bella, guess what? You lost all of us and you mm. messed up. Whereas vice versa of uh, Phyllis and her team, they can't even be in a room together without da like daggers shooting from each other's eyes every five seconds. So it just really goes to show how much, much more passionate these other gals are. And it's like that whole scenario just broke my heart for Bella because obviously she had other things going on. And he was so cold. They're just like, oh, well, if you have problems at home, then maybe you shouldn't be working. Yeah. Uh. Go yeah. go play on the freeway. Like what an ass. <laughs> yeah, that that dude was not. Uh, I'm gonna keep it PC. He was a jerk. Uh, and, but he, <laughs> but but he got his. He got his. So that was that that worked out. I I did love that because after they put all their resignation letters down, he's just like he just doesn't even know what to say. He just leaves. It's like yeah. bye. <laughs> all right, so. Phyllis has put all her eggs behind the Reagan basket, you know, and Reagan wins. And like I said in the beginning, there's this eerie similar feeling to how the country was in 2016 for me. I mean, I was, I was five years old when this happened, so I don't remember 
how people felt. But like watching this show, I was really like, wow. And then of course that the slogan is let's make America great again. Like, wow, this is like, <laughs> this is all cyclical. It's insane. Um, but, uh, you know, and then, so we have the scene where, where Phyllis is, you know, she's going to, she's going to get what she thinks is a cabinet appointment. And wow. Wow. Karma's a bitch. Ashvin, please give me your thoughts on this. Oh my, well, she didn't expect that. And I mean, I certainly didn't either. Right. I wasn't sure what the result was going to be in the end. And, um, I thought, I thought it was interesting how she jumped to go back him so quickly. Even her husband, Fred was a little like, well, we'll let you know, we'll get back to you. And Phyllis, right. you know, obviously she wanted it so bad that she found an angle. She went against her husband. And I feel like even Fred was getting a little tired of her in this episode. Cause he's like, you know, you've turned into a monster. You really have like even in that whole. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I think Ash Ashman has frozen a little bit. So she's having some technical difficulties. Uh, we'll let, we'll see if she can come back. So somebody else bigger or, you know, getting this position. I'm like, I guess this is politics about that guys. Uh, that's all right. Are you there? I think yes. you're there. Okay. Okay. There you okay. are. Okay. Now we can, we can see and hear you. I'm sorry. So you were saying, uh, yes. so, um, so I was saying like, basically, even in that moment, Phyllis was turning into just a monster over all this power. And she just really wanted the position so bad. And when that phone call happened for her, I mean, like they were both so excited and ready to, you know, be like, oh my God, this is the moment. This is what we've been waiting for. But as a result, it was anything but. And my reaction was, I'm like, well, I guess this is politics for you. Like people take from each other. People use each other. People make bets and agreements that they don't follow through with. And I think that's exactly what happened to Phyllis. And I can't even say she got cheated out of it because I think she's been doing so much cheating her own self, right? Like, and, you know, I get it. Like she gave up her, her contact list and she gets that call and, 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 and he even says, he's like, you know, your help was undeniable in me being able to get this far. He's like, but I just can't afford to lose the pro ERA. And, you know, he, he doesn't wait for a response or anything like that. He just says what he needs to say and says goodbye. And I was like, damn, like, and, and obviously she was shocked and all the other emotions that went along with it. But I'm like, that's politics for you. And that, that's, that's truly how I felt. Yeah. And then, you know, she has this, she has this kind of tear roll down her eye and we have a, maybe a moment of real emotion from her. Um, and, you know, he just says, take care. <laughs> See you later. Good luck with your life. Cody, uh, this, this series ends very similarly to the way it began with Phyllis going down to the basement, getting some food, to, and then going and starting to cook dinner. To me, that was very, just so well written that like she's literally come full circle on this whole journey right back to where you started. Um, and I think ironically, she's probably the biggest liver of them all. She just doesn't know it. Anyway, talk about, talk about the end of that, of the series here. Yeah, I, um, that scene was very uh, full circle and it was, 
so interesting. And I didn't even really, because I, I recognized it right away. Like from the be- first episode, we do see the pantry. And I think we even talked about it on, on here. We were like, why did she go down to that pantry? Mm. That's because she was making dinner. It's just that simple. But to see it again after everything that's happened, it's like, oh, after all of this, she's done. She's back to to really doing what she initially was fighting for, was to stay in the home and let homemakers do their thing. Yeah. And, and I think it's just not what she wants to be doing, but it's what she's been fighting for. And I think she maybe realizes that. that. But... Um, it was a very, I actually thought that was also a very good way of bringing it back around was, and then she's sitting there peeling apples. And, um, and I've been, and I felt so bad for, I honestly did feel bad for when she got that call. Cause it's just like, they were so excited when he was like, Oh, he's on the line. And she picks up and she's, it's all ready to listen to, to talk. And I did feel bad for her though. I, I do now not, I mean, historically, I think she's not a very good person. So it's definitely better in the long run. It's hard to kind of remember that these people aren't, these are real people. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad that she ended up where she ended up, though I did feel for her. I understand what it's like to have that passion and things not work out. Yeah, but, you know, like, I think like Ashman said, you know, that's politics and, you know, there's no guarantees, (laughs) but it's all a metaphor for life for me, right? You know, just because, you know, we're we're all passionate about things, but it doesn't always pay off the way you want it to, Um, no matter, you know, how hard you might try or, or think you deserve it. uh, You know, sometimes karma has other things in plans for you. Uh, All right. So let's, we're, we're coming down to the end here. Let's just get just give me some overall thoughts and reflections. I and mean, this has been a great ride. I've enjoyed so much uh, being on this panel with you guys. Um, this has been great. I've, I've had a ball. I've learned so much. Um, and I have, I can't believe Phyllis wrote a book called The Conservative Case for Trump. When I saw that, I was like, okay, it's all cyclical. Like, I can't, I can't handle it. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Ashley, let's, let's get some final thoughts and reflections from you first. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like closing out this episode, I just want to comment on Phyllis. Um, that that end scene again, where I did feel bad for her was with her husband, Fred. Like she's been working so hard for this, right? And that, that was a devastating call for her. And all Fred says is, when's dinner ready? <laughs> like, he was so like not even supportive or didn't even give her a moment. And I just thought that part was so messed up because, you know, she's so down. She's she hasn't, she hasn't even had like five seconds to process. And she's like, you know, it's when it's always ready at 6 p.m. And we just kind of see her sitting alone in the kitchen. So that part was really sad. But the overall series, so one, one woman, which was Phyllis, she remained the same, right? We see her begin a certain way. We see her finish a certain way. But I love the way Alice finished. She was not the same woman. Like she started off as somebody that was very scared and like Phyllis was her God, right? Like she was like, oh my God, to be embraced and know somebody like Phyllis to by the last episode, she got a job. Like she's now she's like this empowered woman and she feels good about herself and she's not afraid anymore. So I just love seeing that everything did not remain the same. And we really do see the transformation, how um, some, some, some people just became more aware and knowledgeable and not as afraid as when the series began. So that was great for me to see. Awesome. 
Awesome. Cody. Uh, so I agree with all of that. And I found this show to be very educational. I learned so many things. I didn't, things I didn't know I didn't know, you know? So it was like, I mean, I would recommend this show to anybody. And it's what really blew my mind. One, the whole fact that Phyllis wrote that book, that was like a, a nice little like dagger in my gut. I was like, oh, oh God, no, this is horrible. She sucks. But then um, to see all that stuff about the ERA at the end, and then only in the last like three years, three more states were like, yo, I was like, so this is kind of still happening, but in our, they in they said that it's very unlikely to get even looked at in, I don't know, the Senate or Congress or the House or something. But it was just like, that, like, that was like, that really blew my mind. I was like, oh, like, I don't know. I guess I, like I said, this show taught me a lot. I feel, I realized I was up and living deeper under a rock than I realized. Totally. And um, I, I just am, I, I am better for this show. <laughs> uh, that's very well put, Cody. Yes, I, I definitely would, would agree with that. I, I've learned so much and I, I feel like, I feel like, a, I feel like, I'm like a better American have, having watched this show. <laughs> Really, like this, legit. Like I'm, like I, I should know a lot more than than I do. So, so thank you, Kate Blanchett and Rose Byrne, for helping me learn some stuff. Um, all right, uh, we have a little bit of news, Cody. Yes, briefly. Yes, we do, ever so briefly. So it's from Bustle, and it's just basically they're talking about how. So this show is a mini series, but we kind of all want season two. So let me just read this one little thing that this one little snippet from the article. And it says, first and foremost, the show was initially called a limited series, which in, in and of itself indicates a very short run. That being said, there are always exceptions to that rule. Big Little Lies and Fargo are prime examples of limited series that got unexpected renewals when only one season had been originally planned. It's possible that Mrs. America could follow in their footsteps, though so many big names tied to the series, such as Planchette, Sarah Paulson, Rose Byrne, and Elizabeth Banks, scheduling conflicts could arise, making it rather difficult for a second installment to occur. So it seems like there's no necessarily plans, but like they said, those other there are other huge shows out there that weren't scheduled to have a second season and have successfully gone into doing so. So um I want a second season of this show. However, I don't know where it would go. But then again, maybe that's just something else that I can learn from them. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yes, thank you. I, I'm with you. I could do a season two and I could even, I could be down for it to be like a whole different like plot line or different characters. You know what I mean? Like kind of a yeah. whole, whole other thing. Yeah, exactly. Like a different, like help, different decade. Totally. Help me figure some stuff out. So. <laughs> uh awesome well guys again again this has been amazing uh amazing show amazing panel uh thank you so much everyone for joining us please like and subscribe and share and and interact with the chat we'll, we'll still take a look at the chat if anything you wanted to say or you know you had some thoughts please let us know and we will respond um cody where can we find you you can find me on twitter as cody underscore f or on instagram where i am most more more frequently found, which is Cody at C-O-D-Y-Y-E-P-P. -P. Awesome. Ashvin. Totally. You can find me on Instagram at Insights by Ish. 
Awesome. And you can find me at SeanStar75 on the gram and Gorilla Suit Sean on Twitter. Also on the Council of Dads after show Friday nights at 7 p.m. That's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you once again for watching and joining us. We will not be back next week because this show's over. But please look forward to all our after shows and tune in and watch some stuff. <laughs> Thanks. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.